Before we get started today, guys, I want to tell you about Solace Meds, one of our brand new partners, a great dispensary. It has four locations in the Denver area, one in Port Collins, Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway, and one, our favorite one, just blocks away from the DMVR bar on East Colfax. This place is great. I'm telling you, they got really friendly service, really cool company, really group, cool group uh, working with them, and then they have these great deals. If you just mention the promo code DNVR20, not only do you get 20% off, but they might even throw some extra stuff in there like they have with some of our recent members who, who have been going there. They really like us. We really like them, and it would be a, a, a huge win for DNVR if Solace Meds became your dispensary of choice. Again, Solace Meds, there's four locations, one of them right there off East Colfax next to the DNVR bar. And if you use promo code DMVR20, you save 20% off at checkout. What is up, everybody? And welcome to the Losers Lounge. <laughs> it all comes to an end tonight, guys. Sad. We were hoping for one little last gasp a little death rattle of uh hope just one more win but it wasn't meant to be and the nuggets go out um they went out swinging that second unit or that unit that was on the court you know fought to the bitter end um but denver falls 125 118 and falls oh zero games to four to the phoenix suns we're gonna get through it we'll have to get we'll have to get, uh talk through this one talk about the season in general yeah talk about Jokic's ejection we'll argue yeah, like can we like, like we'll, we'll pretend like it's like a thing we have to decipher and like <laughs> hey we have to get the answer for this. We'll go through all that stuff and talk about this game, but also just kind of wrap up the season. And to do that, I'm joined by Brendan Vote. Hey, there's plenty to celebrate this season as well, and there's a lot to bemoan right now, um, a lot to be bummed about. But when we reflect, first ever MVP, uh, furthest any of the the final four teams went in the bubble. Scheduling turned this season into the slog, but fellas, the Nuggets found a way to make it fun, at least for me. Yeah. I got D-Lanko over here. Yo, let's not talk about this game. <laughs> Who cares about this stupid fucking game? This was a great well, season, Well, there are man. things that happened in the game why? that we have like, to talk about. Why? Because we're going to build on them towards next year? Yeah, we have nothing to talk about the adjustments. Nothing that happened Adjust in this game has any effect on anything that will ever happen to the Nuggets ever again. Um, well, nonetheless, I'm still going to have to start here. We'll talk about the game. Maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit. We'll spend like one dude. segment on the on the game. You know, we'll, talk, we'll spend a little little uh, bit here. But we do appreciate everybody that's here. You know, on this Sunday night. You know, this is a journey, and we've been on this journey for a long time, six years now. If you really think about it, you know, the bubble ended. The new season, we didn't even know when it was going to start. If you recall, <laughs> yeah, the NBA came out and it was like, yeah, season starts in six weeks, by the way. like It, that, it, it was something really ridiculous when the first announcement yes. was to when everybody was like, well, here we go. You know, to start from there to get to where we are, it feels like five lifetimes. It really does. I feel for us, and I want to start with that to say, I can't imagine how the players must feel. And yeah. not just on the Nuggets, but any team. I mean, yeah. um, it's just been so exhausting. And I felt like in these Zoom calls, we were seeing the faces and hearing the voices of, of like men who had earned a hard, long nap, like earned it, you know? Yeah, um, totally. And they were exhausted. I mean, Malone said this when Jokic won the MVP that he is fried, you know? I mean, he, and it was a weird admission, but it was also not a secret. It's like, you know, it's like the Empire has no clothes and somebody finally said it. Yeah, that exactly. was like, yeah, Jokic's ex exhausted. You guys all see it. And, you know, I think even that, you know, part of that, is part of what happened tonight in the, in the game with him. We'll talk about that. But my point of bringing up this journey was it was a really long one, but 
the cool part about it is all of the people that are here watching the show right now, we are all we're on this together. Dude, it really mm, is like a cool the realist like, of the real camp that right we have, a little dude. club that we have here, a little secret club that once people find it, they don't leave. You know, they hang around through uh, all the way through the bitter end. And so, um, all right, I'll start with you. So he don't want to talk about it. Do you have a takeaway from this game specifically that's contained within this game? Oh, I thought they played with pride tonight. I thought they fought. It wasn't enough. Um, Jokic got, you know, look, Jokic gets ejected, Yo. and so obviously winning that game is going to be real difficult. But how, however futile the effort may have been, fellas, I thought it was there tonight. I thought they played with pride. It could have been, could have been cleaner, could have been better. I don't think they rolled over, and and so it's a low bar to clear. But I thought they cleared it. The start of tonight's game, I thought, was weird. Mm. Like I mean, every game of the two home games Denver had, we got to be honest. Denver didn't exactly show out the greatest. Uh, the city of Denver, I'm saying, and sure. like there was just no energy in both games to start. And in this one, it felt like Denver. We were wondering, like, are they giving it their all here, like early on, because it was so clunky and so like whatever. But as it got contentious, as they were within striking distance, they absolutely battled like a team that wanted a game five. And you didn't know how that would be. If you get into the – Jokic gets ejected. They go down like 18 immediately. And you think like, man, if ever there was a time to kind of just go through the motions, this is it. Yeah, they dude. didn't. They fought with That's pride. Exactly and so, and so there was that. I loved it. Will Barton like really coming through with the heart. Like Will Barton is all heart. Yeah. He's all heart. I'm totally. pr- I, I mean, again, it sounds dumb because I'm not in any position to be proud of a professional athlete. But I, I, I'm – I appreciate Will Barton. The effort these last I'm two games. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, dude. he came I mean, out and he played. He played like they needed him to. And it wasn't him. enough, yeah. but he played like he cared about his as teammates a, in the series. As a person that is, uh, you know, paid to analyze him in an objective way, like you can be proud of guys like when they you see them battle through adversity. It's not like you're granting them some sort of special, uh, you know, designation, but it's just like it's just cool to see people play bigger than they are like do be bigger than they are and will barton like the mvp of the league Jokic, gets ejected on uh, you know a call that yeah. will be debated for we'll, the ever we'll talk about that here in a second but i just got a text from harrison wind it's gonna be a while tonight they're doing exit interviews right now what such bullshit man. Wait, Come every on, single player every single player they're doing exit interviews which one <laughs> means we won't participate in those two you're asking a team to reflect on the season. Exit interviews are like the last what? point of contact you have until training camp, until media day. And so they're having that right now, which seems like a real... That's look, these players deserve to be able to get out of Dodge, yeah, but like, yeah, come I on, man, that, give I us the that. morning tomorrow. Like, I don't, yeah, is that, is that any 9 a.m. Like, and is that any easier on them, really, if they yeah. have to do that? Like, um, good thing I, I tweeted that this was the exit lounge, which was poorly named five minutes ago. <laughs> suddenly very aptly I'm named. I'm so bummed about that, man. Like, exit interviews are like this... Uh, you know, they're the nice, like, real bow on the season. We ask guys to reflect, like, what's Jokic going to say right now about his MVP season? Reflect on it. Um, I, dude, you want to go <laughs> – Eric, I know you're, you really don't want any of these topics, but I'm going to ask you, do you want to oh, go to the crowd about. first or do you want to go to the ejection first? I have a hard time, like, really going in on the crowd. Like, the crowd, it, it's tough because they did not – it was not a good crowd either night. Right. Tonight, though, it was just so many Phoenix fans. But the thing is, is that we're living in a world where – it's like the city of Denver has set itself up to be like make it difficult for people to be Nuggets fans. Like why you, is that? They're not on television. Oh yeah, that's the number one. Yeah, for sure. The main <laughs> the main newspaper, the big one. The newspapers like hate want, them. They want, want them to they, fail. They, yeah. They'll write their stories in a way that it makes you feel foolish for yeah. believing in this team. Like yeah, angry old white guys doing it. It's that, just yeah. like a weird thing where like it's, it, it, it's, it's like a toxic 
acidic environment for the Nuggets. And yeah. so they've kind of grown and but it takes people it takes like somebody that wants to be into them to like really understand the story of this. And it's um, so you know, I have a hard time like going in on Nuggets fans. Um, I, I was not particularly proud of the city of Denver in the last yeah. several games, but I also like just kind of understand the lay of the land. Um, and also the Nuggets just like cannot they just couldn't get going. Like yeah. they were just outmatched in this in this series and it just there was just when there were moments when the crowd crowd could come to life, they did. Yeah. Unfortunately, like the biggest moments that I was in, involved with were just like screaming at the refs. <laughs> <laughs> you were not happy with the referees tonight. I, was, I, there, I thought there were a few fouls that really are calls that bugged me, but to me, like this series, oh, it's God. gone the same way every game. That I'm like, what you know, what can you do? It, it's funny you mention it though, because we I got to see a buddy of tonight. An old buddy used to be an uh, uh, an exec with the Nuggets. Um, and left for reasons I don't want to, want to get into, but he went to Phoenix. And so it was kind of funny to hear him tonight. He came to the bar early, sat and chatted with me for a little bit. But just hearing about, like, the contrast between the families, just talk about how on fire Phoenix has gotten during this well, run. Well, like, Michaela will tell you, she went to school there. Like, Phoenix is a more of a basketball town. They don't, they don't support their baseball team. Yeah. They don't support their football team. It's just every now and again, like, you have a city that likes one. They don't support so, their hockey team, right, yeah. like, at all. Yeah. But they like the Suns. Yeah, yeah. My, my point isn't here to, like, rag on, on the fans or, or this or that. It's just to point out that it sucks that you had this nugget season and you had this round and, like, the home court was not as big of an, of an advantage as you really hoped. And it's just noteworthy. Like, as we... I know so many times people have like gone back and watched old shows of ours from last year in the bubble and made kind of, you know, like it's like fun to relive because it becomes a little time capsule of what was going on. And one of the pieces of the series was for whatever reason, the arena was empty for a year and a half for COVID. It got full for the first time for this round and it wasn't like what we expected. Oh, you're all excited. I, I do want to, you know, some like pushback a little bit. You can't really hear this stuff as well through TVs, especially when. Oh, you're but here even in a from talk, from people from from everybody's reports, though. Yeah, no, I feel you, and it, and it was slow. Like Ball Arena, still formerly Pepsi Center, still doesn't know how to handle a big influx of people. I want. No, they do not. It's um, uh, absolutely and, terrible. And look, it's the job of a crowd to like bring it at all times. But yeah. let's be honest, this series, like that, it didn't ever really feel like they were close. And every time they got close, you yeah. know, something like a dagger happened right away. So. Like, look, no, it, it, was tough. it was tough. It was tough. You know, I don't oh, want to yeah. blame people. We'll love a, you guys. Uh, we'll this keep moving. Like, we'll move on. Like I don't want to rag on the fans. Like, these are the fans. Yeah, these are the fans. Yeah. But let me, I, I want to ask the other thing about the ejections tonight. I mean, obviously, it was a big story. We've seen Yoke do this so many times. There's so many things Yoke does that are like always, he's always walking the line. And tonight, look, I thought it was, he wound up, I thought campaign did an A-plus job of selling it. Sold like, it. part of me thinks the fact that he laid on the ground. And I, honestly, when it happened, I was like, yo, Yoke finally got someone. Because he always does that where he, like, goes like goes like that. But he never actually, like, makes, like, hard contact. And I was like, oh, shit, he finally did it. And then you see the replay, he didn't. Campaign. He didn't. I expected a campaign to come up with a black guy. He didn't. That being said, it's hard to, like, cape too much for Yoke because he knew what he was doing yeah, in that moment. That's my thing, man. Like, I've all, prior to this moment i've always thought it's a little lame that yoke does that yeah, yeah. i mean not like a big deal i'm not trying to write a think piece about like physical violence and stuff it's just i i mean like it's not the other player's fault that the refs aren't calling it and when you wind up and you swing down on another dude yeah. i know it's not his intention but look maybe you catch a nose or a finger or a wrist guys can get yeah. hurt he, he didn't in this one he didn't though i, I want to make it clear he did not i know but, i know i'm not sitting here saying poor campaign i'm just saying like it's a poor choice so it's Jokic, it's like this Jokic used to get backcourt fouls and then like later on he would be in foul trouble 
and this one, it's like, hey, you play with fire, sometimes you get burned. This one, he played with fire, and they called a flagrant two, which was BS. Which was BS. But you it put was, yourself oh, in that position. Sh Mike. It, sh it should have been a flagrant one. I want to be clear. Holy shit. Ted Martin. Holy I think it's shy. even... people are here, man. My, my right, heart let's, is let's get out of Let's get out of this part. Let's, let's have some fun it. with like, it. Who cares? Yeah, know, let's get just, out of it. Right. Yeah, the broader point was, and I hate this, they didn't show the play Jokic was pissed off about. They should have played the why he was upset in the first yeah. place. I was like, the thing is, it's like Jokic is a fiery competitor. You yeah, know, he's he like, a fiery competitor. It all, it, it's like still waters run deep. Like he's so, he doesn't show a lot until you he sees red. Deal? Once yeah, he man. sees, once yeah. he sees red, like. And I get why he does. I'm just saying, man, like if I'm Devin Booker and you wind up that hard and you swing seemingly on my guy because you're upset about the refs, I'm going to get in your face too. Now, oh, should have not have been an ejection. Dude. Don't think any other MVP gets ejected for that. Uh, yeah, that's, and that's the other part of this is so we're like, come I know, on, man. Yeah, like, no Do you remember the dream on green foul on yeah, LeBron where it was common foul? Wasn't even like, <laughs> so don't get me wrong. Yeah. It was soft. It was soft. Um, I, I will remember... Jokic, the look in Jokic's eyes as he looked at little Devin Actually, Booker. Actually, badass, man. Unless We've seen this a few times. He looked at little Devin Booker like, really, what are you going to do? He said, what are you going to do what about are you gonna it? Do yeah, do? he did have the, like... What are you going to do? Uh, he did have he the... He tell Kim, Chloe, which Kardashian? He's with the Kardashians? Yeah, the Bookers. Bookers really? with, the, with the Kardashians. Are you and surprised? Like, he's like the first one that's like ascended from yeah. the Kardashians. He's gotten yeah. the Kardashian bump somehow. Yeah. Yep. He's playing fantastic basketball. Somebody told me he's half uh, Mexican. Maybe so. I, kind of my homie now. Unbelievable. I've I'm, I'm, <laughs> in on, I'm in on him now. You know how they say like there are two types of people. There are people who will talk about fighting you, and then there are people who will just start fighting you. It's, you can't really do that on an NBA court. I've always assumed Jokic is the latter. Tonight, that look in his face. Oh, Jokic's a fighter. Are you kidding no, me? That's Come what on, I'm man. No, this is what I'm saying. Watching him... Back down to Devin, I was like, "That is a face of a man who is not." Who's I mean, not he also outweighs him by a hundred pounds. But, I mean, right would yeah. yeah. And he yeah. also got in Jay Crowder, who like everybody thinks is uh, you know is something crazy. If somebody says Kendall Jenner, so That's not a, a Kardashian. Kardashian. That is a Kardashian. Well, she's a Jenner. Uh, yeah, but she's part of the Kardashian All right, well. conglomerate. <laughs> Technicality. We both we're both right. Well, her father is is. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, which this is confusing. Actually. <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> actually, you know what? I don't actually care. You, know, you don't have to describe Kardashian to corner. Uh, Kardashian corner with the DNVR crew. Um, so the Nuggets get swept, and I have to say, like, it's we're in this weird point where Denver beat Portland. They were underdogs in that series, according to DraftKings, which yeah. means that DraftKings puts the line where the money tries to split the money. They were underdogs in that one. They overcome it. They overcome Damian Lillard going nuclear, and that was a team that was almost fully healthy. Zach Collins wasn't there. Like, whatever. Whatever. But they were healthy with their starting five. They were healthy with their key guys. You know, like, they had all that, and Denver comes through, and Jokic in particular, just absolutely dominant. You go to a next series against a better team, and look, do I think Denver was better than zero games to four? I do. I think they could have taken one. Um, you know, didn't shoot the ball well. Didn't really have anybody uh, step up in all four games. Certainly not enough, enough guys in any single game to get it done. Um, there was the drop coverage, all this. And it's weird because it kind of feels like a failure. But I'm, if you really step back on this season and look at it and you say, the failure was Jamal Murray got injured. Outside of that, Denver did exactly either what you expected or better than what you could have realistic expected. They're a team with heart. Dude, Jokic is, oh. the, is the best. I mean, Will Barton came out with heart. Like, not everybody showed up. Austin Rivers didn't show up. AG didn't show up. But what does but it mean for Austin like, Rivers to not show up? Like, this is the other thing is okay, Austin okay. Rivers played more or less in this one like a guy that was on a 10-day contract. Yeah, but the problem is that we, he showed us he can do more than that. 
kind of. I, I I feel more comfortable saying that he did show up in round one, and then just reality caught up to him. But you know, here's the funny thing about that one: is he showed up in game five with four threes in the fourth quarter. If it weren't for that, you would have maybe been a little more underwhelmed at everything else. He had a he had two good he, games. And then game six, he had some shots. So he like he carried that momentum with him. All I'm saying is, we're sitting here saying, you know, Faku wasn't brought in to be the team's starting point guard. And he was forced to be. Austin Rivers wasn't brought in to be the guy that spaces the court for Jokic to do things. He did that. That he did it once is a miracle. That he didn't zero out of four times is kind of more like. Yeah, I, kind I of mean, I obviously, it. like, are you asking me if I think the Nuggets should line up and trot out this exact same team next year? Like, no, I don't. I don't think they should do that. <laughs> I think it's unfortunate that Austin Rivers turned completely back into a pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you can't rely on him to do that, but like, it would be nice to. Rely on an, uh, yeah. like a veteran NBA player that has played well in other playoff series to step up. Like I'm not going to kill the guy. Like I get yeah. it, but at the same point in time, he didn't play well. Ag didn't play well. Um, but there are just players on this team that have heart, and at the yeah. at the soul of it, like this team has heart. And so I'm not surprised that they did not back down. I mean, we're yeah. not, and um, they didn't. And that's what stinks about this the sweep, right, Eric? Yeah, it's because yeah. it's an old. It's the final result. The period on the sentence, it looks like going out with a whimper. And that, like, obscures the fact that by virtue of the fact that they were even in the second round, they didn't. And they no. fought and they scrapped. There's going to be a narrative, and it's already you already see it amongst the usual suspects who disliked Jokic to begin with. It's like Chris Paul outplayed Jokic in the series. And certainly he ha- he was, like, the MVP of this did specific series. Did more with more. But here's the thing. Yeah, he did more with more. Which That's is it. like, yeah. If you took out Aiton and you took out Kaminsky... And you took out Jay Crowder, because that's basically what Denver's missing is their starting backcourt tandem and the backup defensive you know, guy. If you took that out, Yoke dominates the series, too. And it's like, you it would be so obvious you wouldn't say, oh, well, how come Chris Paul can't stop Jokic? When it's like, hey, Denver is out there with two guys that, one, have no defensive chemistry. They kept playing that drop. I don't understand why they kept Damn. why they stuck with it all the way through to the very end of game four. And I, even JaVale McGee goes out there. Play and drop. Chris Paul's getting those shots again. You're like, I don't know what we're doing here. I guess Denver really doesn't want to give up whatever other thing other Phoenix things. would have gotten to. I am begging you to give something else up. I don't <laughs> even care if it works or not. Uh, yeah. I hope they make the adjustment for next game. <laughs> so uh, by the way, real quick, it looks like we got about 500 people hanging out in Periscope. We love that. Uh, you yeah. can also find us on YouTube. HD quality, live and chat. And a live chat, man. That Tons of people yeah, hanging out. So fun. if you feel, feel free to head on over to our YouTube channel, DNVR. We'll take our first break, and then after this, we'll move on from this game. We'll move on from the series, and we'll kind of look back on the season. But first, pain scale, Eric. Where is this on the pain scale? Ten being the worst. This is a four. Pretty low. This is exquisitely low. I told you last time, like, you can't kill me. I'm already dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, if Like, I knew that this was coming the second that Jamal Murray went down. It was just a matter of time. Uh, the Nuggets fought. They, you know, like... They made me feel I wasn't embarrassed by them, you know. Yeah. Like, and every team except for one has this. They don't have this podcast, but they have this day. Oh, it's true. There's all those fun, Suns fans come into the comments. Yeah, and then, uh, they try to troll that at we'll the end. They're like, "Man, round. I wish we had a DNVR." I know. Like, yeah, it's, um, it's, what, it's why everybody comes to Denver. It's the coolest fucking place. It is the best place. So I, I, I'm not in pain. Like I'm just bummed. But I, you know, I knew that this was coming for months and months. The Nuggets actually just made it the last couple months like awesome in the face of what should have been, on you know, like they should have just been beaten down as soon as they kept losing guys. But they kept fighting. They just kept winning. I love everybody in the chat giving me your number one to ten. One being like no pain at all. 
10 being excruciating paid. And, uh, you know, you're getting, you're getting the whole spectrum here. Keep them coming. Well, for you, what scale I just laid out? Like, four or five. I'm with Eric. I mean, this it's the way that they went out is a bummer, but that they went out where they did feels more, like, inevitable, doesn't yeah. it? And it's, I mean, it's easy to say in hindsight. Um, I, I would like to put that number even lower. But they would have needed to get a game in this series, and they didn't. Yeah. So that's the source of the, the pain. I'm at about a seven, to be honest with you guys. It's, it's not that high. Like you know, even losing to the Lakers last year was was higher. But for me, the the pain is less about the team because it did end the way I kind of expected. You you kind of hope they would get one or whatever. But it's more about just like I said. I wish this team is so fun and so great. We have this great following, and we've we've shown. What do you see? There's just like a bunch of people walking on the street drinking. Yeah, it's great. Summer, <laughs> summer in Denver, baby, is nothing better. Um, summer nights in Denver. So, um, but just like the fans not in the arena, and like just this part, that's the part that kills me is I'm like, we have this great moment in time, and Jokic's MVP happens via Zoom, and it's just like so anticlimactic. Yeah, lunk, and, I'm yeah. always, and, and the arena experience isn't great, and I'm just like, man, we have this perfect, like we're selling uh, hot chocolate uh, in the Arctic. They we selling it the worst possible way. Nobody could find the stand. Like the cups are so tiny. It's just like this is what it is. It, it's a little frustrating. So for me, it's that. It's that part of it. But you know what? There was a lot of good things that happened in this one, and Nothing, we'll celebrate dude, this them. Is this was an amazing. Like for me, this uh, season is. Uh, this season started uh, before the bubble. I mean, this has been like one continuous roll. Yeah. From, it really is like one season. I know. It was like. This season started when uh, we were still BSN. Like in a <laughs> That's so true. Just, <laughs> it really does feel like two seasons, doesn't it? No. It does. Actually, right. literally none of us were ever BSN. I was. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, uh, you're right. I mean, I made shirts for them. Yeah. Shout you out Harrison Wynn. I was a BSN intern. You were? Super intern Kale. Former super intern. All right, let's get this one. For like a week. <laughs> it was a while. It was a while. Yeah. Really? When did, you, when did you start, Kale? All right, so it was two. So it was two months. Breckenridge Breweries, the official beer of DNVR, uh, also the official seltzers of DNVR. Um, also, they do uh, lemonades now. There's a lot going on. But <laughs> one thing you got to know about Breckenridge Brewery, besides the fact that they have great alcohol, the tragic fires in Colorado were absolutely devastating for so many this last year. That's one of many reasons that Breck <laughs> is donating one percent of all their profits this summer to the <laughs> National Parks Conservation True Association. Doctor. That's right. If you buy one pint or pack of Breck brews, you're donating one percent of those proceeds to the great outdoors. We're going to get in on this as well. We'll host fun events at the DNVR bar. Uh, you can come down, drink a Breck brew or Celsi, walk away with some sweet swag. You guys, honestly, Friday night, Saturday nights now in the summer. Guess what we don't have to do? Work. Guess what we get to do? Drink at the DNVR yeah, bar. Dude. It's going to be great. You might just catch us hanging out, so yeah. feel free to come down. Um, I'm definitely going to be putting in work this summer. Yeah. At the bar? At the bar, yeah. yeah. No, no actual Breckenridge work. Breckenridge Brewery, <laughs> though, like, guys. working this summer? Breckenridge Brewery does alcohol and food. Check out their farmhouse. Call 303-803-1380 from 12 to 8 p.m. for pickup. Make sure you use code DNVR to save $5 when you do. Um, I hear some I hear some honking in the background. What? I'm not sure honk, if that's honk, a goose honk, or honk, not. Honk. No, it is. It is a goose because I'm talking about Strava Craft Coffee oh. right now. You can get 25% off your first purchase. When you use code DNVR25, you'll get a purchase of CBD-infused coffee. Uh, you're going to notice a lack of certain side effects, right, that you normally oh. get from coffee, that that anxiety. Notice a lack, all, dude. Yeah. But what you're going to notice is that you feel really chill despite having two or three cups of coffee. I strongly would recommend it. Code DNVR25, by the way, also gets you 20% off every single purchase when you use their subscription service. 
So head to StravaCoffee.com today and check out their delicious CBD-infused coffee. Use code DMVR25. Yeah. All right, so let's look back on this one. When we whittle this season down, here's Holy a tough question. Smokes. A real Sophie's choice, and it's, you're going to hate this question, Eric. I can already tell you're going to... This, this got to score really low on your, okay, on your let's go. question let's ranking. Let's freaking go. I'm ready. Are you going to remember this season as Jokic's MVP season? Yes, that Or one. the season Murray got hurt? You get one line to define Murray, it. Uh, it's going to be the Jokic. I mean, my God. Like, that's... This is the... Fr- if you want to talk about something that has never happened in the city of Denver. It's not that a star player got hurt. Yeah. That happens every year. That that happens all the time. That's the foundation of Nug Life. Yeah. I will remember forever Jokic getting the MVP. Are you kidding? And not only that, like he got the MVP seemingly when like the entire world was against him. I mean obviously like they were it just shows (laughs) they really were it just shows you like what the reality of the uh the NBA uh media really is where the, the the loudest ones, the ones on TV that like mercifully don't get to weigh in on these awards like no. how out of touch they are with the people that just pay attention and actually right. write about the, the the game i mean he won not in a close fashion he right. it was an absolute decimation of the field and you know all we heard about all year Embiid is better cp3 is better etc cetera, etc cetera. so dude it was just like sweet sweet vindication we knew again like as soon as murray went out it was like Yo, just give us that MVP. Like, give us, give us so, <laughs> it did. Like, it is weird how this year like shifted from like let's go win the whole damn thing to like let's get that MVP, man. We got and the MVP. They won enough regular season games that you're like, all right, I guess I got to gear myself up yeah, for yeah. a hopeful title run. Yeah, now, yeah, you know? for sure. It was what about tough. what about you? Jokic's MVP or Murray's injury? Like, how do you think it'll most get whittled down in your brain? It's got to be Jokic's MVP. It's just got to be. Um, we could talk about what could have happened. One thing that did happen for sure, for a fact, is the Denver Nuggets have a most valuable player in the NBA. Yeah. And that they went out, that it all happened on Zoom, that a bunch of people who, <laughs> who do not watch and play basketball will get many jokes off this summer. Oh, my God. They're, nothing changes. Yeah, and yeah. We, we, we will remember watching this season. People at this bar will be talking about that season from him for a long time. It's Jokic. I mean, I think for me, it's uh, it's Jokic's MVP too. But the Murray injury is also, like, super close to all of that for me. Like, it just is... It really was a season where there was only one week we got with Gordon and and Murray, and I got to go on Zach Lowe's podcast. I got like like, like, all this like it just felt like it felt different from every other year, just because everybody was buying in, and so like that to me, it's like that feels so long ago. I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell people this is one of those things where nobody will believe us twenty years from now because the season will get somewhat forgotten. But it'll be one of those ones where it's like, no man, Nuggets could have won it that year if everybody was healthy, even Lakers this or that. The Nuggets has had a squad and. Uh, you know, it's a bummer. But the same side, my guy Jokic. Been riding with him since Summer League 2015. He just went up a whole other level. And this is the thing. It's not just that he won the MVP. It's that he did so by playing the best basketball of his career by a large margin. Scoring 26 points per game. Then going to the playoffs and scoring 33 or 34 points per game. Just uh, just a remarkable, oh, remarkable it run was, for him. It was not a fluke. Oh, not a fluke at all. Like, Jokic he kept doing won it. every bit of that MVP award. He played so consistently all year long. Like everything, like it wasn't just a matter of uh, all right, we got to give it to somebody. Right, right. Like Jokic showed out this year. Like Jokic, this was the, we start off every other season talking about like, yo, is Jokic engaged? Like, do we need to? talk about his mental health again <laughs> like does he have seasonal affective depression like is he gonna have another game where he only shoots one to two shots no Jokic comes out and he just sets the tone he just is the best player in the world 
from the first day of the season to the last day of the season. It was yeah. so impressive. I'll never forget it. Yeah. It was. He really is so so crazy. And I wonder, like, you know, I am I, I am so impressed with how much Jokic played every single game. Uh, what is going on down there? A lot of yelling like, down like there. screaming at the top of their lungs. I can't tell if they're happy or if they're upset. And if they're upset and it's a Nuggets fan, I don't want to see somebody else get beat up. <laughs> All right, well, we'll focus on us. Um, anyway, so where was I at with this one? I don't know. I lost we you. Talking, you I lost was talking me. about the transcendent and the brilliance of Nikola Jokic, my lord and savior, oh, coming out. I don't know if he'll play. As much as I thought it was so impressive that he wanted to play in every single game, I really do wonder if it's going to be better for him to like slow play to slow play that in years to come, especially with how like, condensed this was going into next year. You know, it's going to be tough because Denver's going to start the season without Jamal Murray, so where do you really buy him rest? But, you know, I, I do wonder just how important it's going to be because I thought he was mentally fried. Malone talked about mentally and physically. Mentally fried. Yep. Uh, I think coming out, like, one big difference for Jokic, and he references this a lot when he's asked about what changed for him, he came out strong from the start of the season. Like, he was, he was at an MVP level from the get-go. And we've seen Jokic start slow in the past. And it's something we rationalize and something we're used to. Yeah. Um, but he came out and played like an MVP, MVP from day one. I agree with you, Adam. I have a lot of respect for having played all 72 games. I liked the org, let him do it. I was rooting for him to do it. Um, uh. Having said that, in hindsight, coming off of the shortest offseason in NBA history, I don't want to say it was unwise, but it's not surprising, right, to see him now come up and look tired and look well, tired in round two. My feeling is that, like, Jokic now this season cemented himself as – even though he had won first team all NBA, even though he had like been an all star several times over, winning the NBA MVP is like that's a different level. And now it's it's like if he comes out and he does start to play it a little bit more like LeBron would or something, it's like he had to work he, he had to claw tooth and nail to get to that place of respect in the NBA. Now he's done it. And now now it's sort of like Okay, now let's start to see, think strategically a little bit about how we manage our energy going throughout the season. Like, and I, I think you'll probably see that. But to me, it was like th this season. It was like, yo, I'm, I gotta remove all doubt yeah. because, there, I mean, even after he wins it by in a landslide, even after he does whatever he did in the first series, then he puts up numbers that have only been seen by Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem <laughs> Abdul-Jabbar. Like every single night, there yeah, was a new one like, that was like, yeah, we still have like like chucklehead dick. Like guys yeah. that just like want, they don't but like this the is idea. The lesson of that I think people have to learn is that there is never going to be the validation. So you have to live, you but know, winning, go where but you winning want. Winning the MVP is validation. Now you can oh, just, course, you can always just be like, yo, that's the MVP. And, right, and to right. me, in, in, in my mind, if I'm if I'm Jokic, like I'm saying, like I, I just I, I want to shut everybody up, and that <laughs> did. One day, man. What's your song? Our day will come. By sing it, sing Amy it, Winehouse. Let's hear Our it. Our day will come. And we'll have everything everybody me, and you and, me and you vote. A little flat, everybody but I'm loving else. it. I'm feeling it's it. a great song, and it's uh, I listen to it every time. Every time uh, you times get tonight? You better goddamn don't believe it, dude. It's going to go peaches, then our day will come by <laughs> Amy Winehouse. Back to back on the juke. <laughs> uh, you know, Michael Porter had an interesting year as well. Very up and down. Um, Yo, what? Yeah. He's, you know, it was... We saw both sides of the Michael Porter Jr. coin on this one. We saw, like, the brilliance and the greatness from him tonight. It's like Austin Rivers says, he has greatness in him. Everybody can see it. And that was true. You get to the playoffs and you realize that, hey, man, there are still more to go. But uh, Michael Porter is, like, the third child. 
<laughs> you know, there's their child where like, and I'm telling you, because I have two kids, and I know that if I had a third one, it would work out just like this, where it's like, the oldest one is reading. Well, why aren't the youngest one reading? Well, because she's young. Like she's the oldest one wasn't reading when she was this age. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. everything you're always yeah, just kind. Yeah, uh, I'm following you now. You see I was what I'm confused saying? For a second, I'm picking. But it that's up. how Michael Porter is. Where we're like, man, why isn't he up to snuff? And it's like, well, Yoke wasn't his second year. Murray wasn't his yeah, second year. Like, why? So why is he still making mistakes that second year players make? Well, because he is a second year player, and I think there's some of you know a lot of that to him, and and, and it's tough. But you know, at the same time. He was a lot of fun. We had the fun scale. He was a lot of fun to watch, man. When he's on, there's nothing like it. I mean, we expected a lot of up and downs, right, from a 22-year-old uh, ultra-talented rookie with a not pro- highly refined skill set. It's not pro- surprising. The is problem it? is that he, like, Michael Porter Jr., like, fell from the tower, rose back up. Fell from the tower, rose back up. He just keeps falling. That's the problem. Like, we keep thinking that we've hit a new level, and then, but, it, like, he has to go through, like, the new learning curve is for this new level he's arrived at and it's like always looks so bad right so i you know i I still don't think that he's a guy that you could ever rely on to be your number two i just i can't imagine him developing a a handle and being able to create his own shots i mean i certainly like after watching those four games i understand why you feel that way can i just push back by saying it's weird he has yet to have a full off season in the nba he hasn't had an NBA offseason under his belt. And he, he missed dribbling. that college season, too. So I know there's been a lot of time in the pros. MPJ still has not played a lot of high-level basketball. So plenty of room for growth. A long checklist of things to work on in the offseason. He's so good. His shot let's is give him time, so good. Let's give I him just, time. I, no, I, just, I, I just want him to be that, that solid number three. And I, I feel like if, if you have that alongside Jokic and Murray, like to me that is deadly. Deadly. Uh, but Jokic and Michael Porter Jr., Deadly for the Nuggets, <laughs> <laughs> but we did get to see that, and that I'm. Yeah. Remember, man, at the start of this season, we all just wanted to. We knew the question and the story would be about Adam PJ, but we all just wanted to see it. For sure. And the dude. three of them look good together, and there were stretches where they looked great. Does this great. season feel a bit like the end of an era in a couple ways? I mean, Barton has his player option, but also, you know, Murray's not coming back next year at the start. Every year it's felt like, okay, same group, and you do this or that. And this one just feels a little bit more – I don't know if it's an intermission. I don't know what it is. It just feels a little more fragmented. Am I the only one that feels that way here? Because you come back, and I'm like, who's the point guard next year? I don't know. I actually don't know who the point guard well, is. Well, I, I feel who's like – Who's the shooting guard? Well, to me, all eras now are just the Jokic era. So well, it, this, is, this is like a – to me, all of the other storylines are just laddering up to what Nikola Jokic does yeah. in his career. So this is just like, remember that one time that they he lost Murray and they didn't get that far? Um, we're going to have Murray. We're going to, I mean, I don't know what, what point in the season next year. We're going to have Jokic for sure. We're going to have Michael Porter Jr. But you're right. I mean, it's all around the edges. Like, it would be nice if, you know, if we got that dominant point guard. It should be Murray. I mean, theoretically, but... Like George Carl was talking about, like he was very adamant about us getting Chris Paul. You certainly see why. Um, it's nice when you have other players that can sort of orchestrate. And it's not just on Nikola Jokic because as brilliant as he is running the offense, standing outside the paint, he's still not going to like drive and put pressure and like do all the other things that scramble defenses that you yeah. want you know somebody who's quick and fleet of foot that can do just like yeah. skitter around so but i no it does not feel like the end of an era it just feels like uh, a footnote on the yoka chairs should we get to some of these super chats i mean people Fuck are paying yeah, some dude. money yeah. i kind of want to read whatever yeah, exactly. i want to see what everybody's got to say can i just do like one yeah i'm just gonna respond because i have the time and the energy someone just said this core is is um 
Oh, I misread it. <laughs> they said the core is good enough to win a title. I agree with you, AJ. <laughs> good, you he know wants, ball. He wants you to know ball. AJ was about ready. He was about ready was to get ready some to smoke, oh man. He was ready for really the sorry, AJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> AJ's stuff. like, what the hell, He's man? Like, I was being, bro. I was being cool. I mean, honestly, guys, we love you guys so much. We got, how many people do we meet tonight? Every time this is what I'm saying, like, this coming is the to the bar, you see to. so much love. That's what we're about, man. Like, we're trying to be. It's joke. We talk about the the. Mission statement of, of DNVR. Honestly, the media outlet we most aspire to be is Barstool. And I know a lot of people are going to hear that and be like, what the F? And it's like, no. Barstool without being toxic douchebags. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Try to cut the abuse part out. We're going to work on that. Like a lot of things to cut out. But but seriously, like they get it from a standpoint of like content and community and this or that. Their community is just can can be and it has a lot of high-profile members that are extremely toxic. We're trying to create a community here that's all yeah. about love, man. Like, you know, we love the nuggets. We, 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 we want to make this experience very, like, inclusive and enjoyable. And I think we've, like, hit the bullseye. So I want to talk to all our fans here. Let me, let me hear what they got to say today, Kale. Let me hear from everybody. All right. And I have a microphone today because there's only you three do? of you Sweet. guys. So I can read these. Just go in order. I mean, we'll get to all of these. Every single super chat that comes in. Come uh, to the bar to be consoled. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah, Noah Tucker. I see him down there, by the way, too. I, I saw some Nuggets fans rolling in. I guess that Dude, guy the after, was screaming after, loudly. After season party. After, after season, season party. party we'll uh, we'll bar, guys. It's go, Sunday. Let's Noah, we'll, we'll come, come have a, a bucket of beers with you after this. Hell yeah. As soon as this is over. Brandon Cook. These after the game streams really helped me through the end of the pandemic. And I just want to say thanks for the great content all year Thank long. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks for watching, man. Brandon. Our it's man. mutual. It's a two-way street. And then we've got Jokic won MVP and can't get calls and got ejected. Please tell me something that gives me hope the Nuggets can have a chance to get a fair whistle. Um, they don't have a chance. They just, <laughs> they just have to have Jamal Murray come in and just knock down shot after shot to where the, the whistle is not a factor, or at least you can rise above it. Like, they're not going to get called. They're just not. Like, and, and a lot of that has to do with the way that Nikola Jokic plays. He, like, if, if Nikola Jokic was Devin Booker, um, the way that, like, if you touch Devin Booker's body, it's a, I mean, it's you're, the way you always talk about, like, the NBA is very concerned with the jump shooter and not really concerned with anything else as far as officiating is concerned. It's frustrating. I mean, like, I get it. Like, I'm annoyed. It's, but I, I don't want to talk about it either. Like, I don't want to yeah. talk about, like, that's the reason the Nuggets lost. But I think they need some more athletes, man. Like, the, the thing that sucks about the Murray injury is Murray, at his best, actually is a pretty good athlete in a, in a unique way. You know, he dunked some people. And then you had Gordon and Porter. And there was just a, even Barton when he was healthy. You had guys, and you were kind of like, this is fun. You got yeah. all this, like, it athleticism. Added and it, it added up. up. And then when you take a few pieces away, one of the stories of the playoffs and why this offseason is going to be so hard for Tim Conley to assess and say, yeah. what do we need is – you ask Gordon, a defensive specialist who wanted to be the fifth option on offense. Now, all of a sudden, you're asking him to be, like, at times, the second option on offense. It's like, man, I can't do that. You're asking guys who aren't defensive specialists. Austin Rivers, come in. And, by the way, you need to guard Damian Lillard and Chris Paul. <laughs> like, it's like, come on, man. Like, you know, we're asking everybody just to be a little bit out. And maybe even Michael Porter, if we're being honest with ourselves, asking yep. him to be the number two guy Absolutely. when I think he's capable of being that in a certain system with certain players. But with Jokic, he's not a number two. And, and, you know, and this is why I really hope we don't see people rewriting the history of this season. Yeah. Like what the oh, front office's will. plan was, the team they built, the roles those guys were in. Yeah. Guys, that team was a was a, like a new juggernaut born yeah. at the trade deadline. It yeah. was good. It was the right move. That team was good. Gordon in the fifth role was perfect. Yep. Um, so I just hope we don't lose the plot yeah. because the conclusion was so horrific. Yeah. We will. We will. We, we will. will. Yeah, I'm sure. We, that, that we won't, but be, they will. Yeah. All right, I'm a simple man. I see shorts. I super chat. That's right, Jacob Hill. Wow. That's right, baby. 
Holy smokes. All right. Go Nuggets. Holy smokes. Thanks, wow. y'all, for consistently. Look the hat is placed on you, by the way. Oh, yeah. Look at that. It's like a little dot. Like a little tiny. <laughs> perfect. Uh, like, a, like a it's sniper. It's too big of a dot, though. I could have used it. Yeah, All right. right. Um, go, nuggets. go Nuggets. Oh, yeah. You can read it to us. Thanks. For, thank y'all for consistently putting on a great show all season. Living in L.A., it's been my only Nuggets outlet. Can't wait to hit the bar when I'm home. Hashtag paper paint is soft <laughs> as toilet paper. <laughs> paper paint. Yeah, yeah, dude. I love uh yeah. Let's freaking go, dude. Paper pain. <laughs> I love it. Hey, can't uh, wait till you're out here, man. This is coming in from our guy, Galen. Uh, first time at the bar. Flew in from Virginia for the week. Guys oh, what took up, time. Galen? Galen Guys took the time to chat and invited us up to the studio. Bummer of a night for the team, but it made something so awesome personally. Meant a ton. Heart, go Nuggets. Hell He's yeah, like, Galen. It's so fun when people are at the bar. We had like people it, from Virginia today. Yo. We had, I, I forgot San the other Diego. state. San Diego we had. Uh, oh, yeah, it was on the show. Leonard. That's right. Yep. Speaking, Leonard. Of, Leonard. Leonard speaking of Leonard, great. we speaking got a super Leonard. chat from oh, him. Holy shit. So this says, appreciated y'all having me on the pregame. That uh, really made my trip from San Diego worth it. Looking forward to more nights at the bar in the future. Yeah, yeah, Leonard, you were an MVP today. We yeah, loved he was you. was definitely an MVP. Dude, we'll get you back in a full Hall bar. of Famer. Hall of Famer. Many people are saying it. Many people are saying it. What All right, uh, coming in from Dylan Cantor. Uh, make a Charles Manchin-style Jokic shirt with Nug Life carved into the forehead, please. Yeah, that Eric, is a little intense. Come on, man. That is a little intense. Uh, make kid sizes as well. Uh, let's make this, you know, for the whole family. Whole family. <laughs> um, community is perfect. Denver native now living in Boise, and I get to come home uh, after every Nugs game. Let's Thanks go. for a great season, DNVR. Love that, Thank you. Hell yeah, man. Thank you. Hell yeah. Boise. Um, DNVR snake draft pod greater than watching the <laughs> NBA finals. Hey Let's man. go. Hey, hey, man. So guess what? The on season is over. Oh, shit. But nice. the off season, Woo. while it might be my third favorite season yeah. behind the regular season and the postseason, <laughs> it's still a hell of a time. Like, honestly, if you guys had never watched us during the off season, it's like this only weirder we and more unhinged. So, I mean, yeah, we have the we, online with D-Line almost becomes a weekly occurrence. Uh, you know, we lots of great draft, guests. Yeah. Some guests that you wouldn't expect, you know, mm. we'll have fun, man. Like, you're not, you're going to want to keep it here. Whoa, we'll, we're going to have live shows and Our stuff. People, yeah, like, we are getting blessed. I'm feeling, I, I'm feeling the love here, which is good because I was formerly feeling the pain. Yeah. Paper pain, campaign. Oh, <laughs> the campaign. I was Do we want to hit a break well. real quick before we... Let's get we... one more. Okay, one more. All right, this is coming in from Noah Christensen. Going to miss these shows, fellows. I look forward to them more than the games themselves. What content can we look forward to in the postseason? Oh, well, we just went there. I mean, I will say, you know, this has been such a sprint. Basically, from when we started DNVR till now has been like a dead sprint. So there will be a period. I mean, we'll have shows all week. I'm not sure which one of those will be live, although it does look like tomorrow. I can't tell you because I don't have confirmation yet. But I do have a pretty special guest lined up sometime oh. soon. Whoa. Um, in, in with George Carl, so we'll have that. But, you know, before long, I'm guessing like a week's time for, you know, us to kind of get together and start to make our plan and how are we going to attack. You never want to talk. Before Nuggets are actually done, you don't want to sit there and be like, hey, if they do lose, what are we going to like? Wait, no, We've had no discussions. That. So we'll, we'll have some like season-ending recap pods and stuff like that this week as we kind of look back on it. But very, very shortly, we'll come up with a plan for how to make these fun. Probably live shows, maybe live at the bar. We'll yeah. be doing. We'll, we'll, also, we'll have a something set. Steady up out there. The steps, I'm sure, may, may make her. Whoa, Whoa, the, the steps, steps might be coming back. The steps might be coming back. Study up on your Nuggets history. All right, should we hit a break then? And then on the other side, we'll get to the rest of these snap, uh, Snapchats. Like Super chats. We got a lot more. We got a lot more. We'll probably get like Nuggets more even coming Nuggets in. Nuggets family. Yeah. Uh, close it. 
Oh man, seriously, bro! Yeah. I even gave him a buffer. Didn't I even say we'll read one more uh, and yeah, then we'll then go to the break? Took, it just took so long. Oh my um, god. Okay, <laughs> we are talking about the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro, Green Mountain Dental Group. Uh, they're big fans of the Nuggets, so your awkward dentist talk can actually just be dope dentist talk about the MVP. Uh, and when you schedule a cleaning, X-ray, and exam, you walk out of there with a free Sonic Care toothbrush. Uh, they take care of your teeth, and then they help you take better care of your teeth. So if you care at all about your teeth, this is a no-brainer. How about that? We also get to talk to you about our friends at Manscaped. The Lawnmower 4.0 is out. You can use it in the water, wireless charging. It's hard to cut yourself. There's an LED light. This is what you're looking for when you're looking to manscape. It's something we don't all think about. Uh, once you got the right tools, Ooh. there's no excuse. And, and you realize you've been missing bar, out man. your whole life. So join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping for all of our friends internationally. Go, dude. DNVR. Use code DNVR at Manscaped. Somebody said Adam's going to take hot tamales again, number one overall. <laughs> That's a deep cut right there. That's an OG. Who said that one? Let me pull it up. <laughs> Devin. That was not Quintana. even his, that was his number one, but it was it did come in a at a pivotal moment in the draft, and it really sunk at him. I thought everybody, I thought that was a universally loved candy, and it turned yeah. out nobody likes nobody like only no. Mexicans apparently. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, well, welcome. <laughs> As I'm sure some of our commenters know, it is stressful trying to buy a house right now. If you've attempted this process, then you know exactly what we're talking about. Housing market's crazy. Let Mike and Virginia Chevalier know. Take the burden off this extremely difficult process. We're talking about Chevalier Mortgage, Mike and Virginia. They will alleviate so much stress and take so much worry off your plate. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit www.dnvrmortgage.com. Uh, it's Michael Chevalier, NMLS. 1931006 and Virginia Chevalier NMLS 1910631 Got another one? That's it baby. Alrighty. Let's get back to these super chats. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love, man. Dude, let's keep them going. Let's yes. let these flow. All right, let's go to this one. Um, why do we why do, why we, do, do we ever do a show? <laughs> super chat times two, because I messed up the first one. He just didn't have a caption on the first one, so we got two on this one. Hell yeah. Shout out to all the DNVR guys for building a culture around the Nuggets, and when the old garden media seemingly refuses to give them their flowers, hashtag not just t-shirts, hashtag Eric's cool grays for our fire. Oh. oh yeah, look at those cool grays. Look at that. Eric, if only I could... Own a pair of shoes <laughs> such as these. By the way, unironically, Eric, underrated, hip adult, underrated. Thank you. You are hip, and I'm not. And I'm not. And it usually, sounds like an insult, but it's I mean, pretty hip. Not, not really an adult though. All right. <laughs> That's a big part of it. Yeah. All right. I know it's not a lot, but really I know it's not a lot, but my paycheck is in pesos. Thank you for all the love sent to Faku yeah. and the Argentinian fans this season. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank man, you. Man, you guys, you guys really are the best, man. We've enjoyed, like, honestly, how cool is it that we've had Serbia? You know, hopefully we've never taken. I don't think we've taken Serbia for granted. Are you, we've had, kidding? are you kidding? We're thinking about moving there. We're thinking. We are thinking about <laughs> moving there. But to get uh, another dude, another country. I'm thinking about. Living in Serbia, vacationing, some having a summer home in Argentina, yeah, and never coming back to no, Denver. No, you know again. the thing would be you'd have a summer home in Serbia and a summer home in Argentina. Oh my god! Because it's always 
always summer, baby. Dude, that's that's the dream. That's how you do it. You just keep going to summer. You never get winter. Hook me up. I will not stop praising Faku if that's what it takes. <laughs> we love you, Argentina. All right, what else we got here? All right. Uh, coming in uh, on the 15th uncalled fouled on a drive, Jokic finally snaps. Great season ending in the most nug life way possible. Let's go. Yeah. It's so true. This season snap. ended in tragedy. But you know what? Makes us stronger. Or weaker. We'll find out. We'll find out. We're definitely broken. Certainly weirder. <laughs> Certainly weirder. Yeah. From our friend Voya and our Voya. friends at Nuggets Serbia, who, by the way, just hit 1K subs today. Hell yeah. Let's go. MCU, baby. The Follow MCU. them, by the way, especially if you speak Serbian. He thanks us for the support. It was a great season. Don't want anyone to tell you otherwise. Yeah, that's definitely true. It was a great season. Good stuff. I love that there is a certain outlet out there that wants to tell everybody that everything sucks all the time. It's the best. It's the I best. I don't man. get that. it, man. Oh, I get <laughs> it, man. It's, I don't get it. They love us. They're just sending people our way. All right, coming in from Jacob. This isn't a secret club. This is a cult. Love you guys and look forward to more coverage. I'll Hell just drown yeah, my dude. sorrows in some Smiths. We songs. ascend as one. We, we are the cult. As we one. ascend as one. We'll see you soon, Avalanche. We will see you <laughs> <laughs> the Avs bravely win. Drink this Kool-Aid and you too can join the DMR Save Cult. us some room on the Hale-Bopp comment, would you please? And like we've cut way back on like our kidnappings and mysterious so nefarious yeah. and We've stuff. really cut back on it. It's like a real it. clean yeah. cult these real days. Real clean. All right. Thanks a lot for all the late nights and fun times, guys. Hopefully you guys can visit, visit us in Argentina yeah. soon. We stand a tiny we king. St we stand a tiny king, king dude. We definitely I do. want that to become an international phrase. When I first showed, uh, <laughs> when I first showed some Argentinas the Faku shirt, they were like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. Uh, most of America also doesn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, they, we, we appreciate Serbia, obviously. Thanks for sharing that MVP with us. Thank you, Argentina. Uh, Facundo Composito, the Nuggets don't survive that injury stretch. They don't survive round one without him, so we appreciate it. By the way, tonight, everybody was dead tired, mentally fried, except for Faku, who's just like somehow just flying around on stage. He's crazy, man. That guy's in in energy. Insane. In Dude, inspirational. <laughs> We've got a $250 super chat Whoa, coming in yeah, here from Ted the largest Martin. in DNVR Nuggets history, uh, I believe. Diehard fan originally from Colorado, but I've been watching in New York City for 20 oh, years. Yeah. I flew out for game one each series. Do I really enjoy watching the Nuggets? I do, but it's more stress than anything. My real enjoyment is <laughs> being with you guys post-game. Oh, Love you guys. On, Thanks, yeah. bro. Come on, Thank Ted. Get out of here, man. It's mutual, man. That's crazy. All that money, guys, best, by the way, goes to DNVR. We were gonna, originally, we're doing it for like set improvements, this or that. We've gotten so many Snapchats. I, or, now we're going to buy heroin. Yeah, now we're going to buy heroin. But it all goes to the company. Like every yeah. single thing of this like goes towards an improvement of the company. So, you know. Thank, you. Um, Thank you. Would you trade... Oh, this is interesting. Would you trade Joker's MVP this season for a finals appearance? I know these questions. Like I get, I get where they come from. It's weird to me thinking about trading in things. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, it was, this was special. It happened. It actually really existed. But the thing... So... But what does that look like? Does the that look like appearance. we get to the finals appearance with this squad? Because we'd get squished. Yeah, we would get pretty squished. <laughs> so I'll take that MVP. Yeah, I'll take the MVP, man. This was a special. See, he earned it, man. Yoke earned it. He did things the hardest possible way. Coming in as a second rounder. Dude, everything, know. man. Like, God, I, I, it would be nice to go to the finals. That's, a, that's a, tough, a real think piece. No there. way. Not for me. Not for me. All right. Uh, next coming in. You want a sad thing from tonight? Now we have to watch the Rockies blow their DIY tank for the number one pick. <laughs> we don't have to. I mean, we can't. Yeah, we you don't have, don't have to watch. Have to do anything. <laughs> um, coming in from our diehard Evan. What up, Evan? I moved away right before COVID. Watching DNVR and Nugs helped me keep sane in a long year. Thank, 
Thanks. Can't wait to see this team grow. Let Faku grow. Let Faku, Faku grow. grow. Evan, Evan, we you, see you, Evan. Evan, you're a real one. You've been in all these, bro. Yeah, we we, see, we, we always see you, Evan. OGs, man. OGs. $100 super chat oh, coming in from we, Austin C. Thanks for a great season, DNVR, from a displaced but longtime Nuggets fan in Alabama. Austin, thank Alabama. you so much. Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. I, I feel like as soon as you see a y'all or do a summer, southern accent, it, like we should be honoring our friend Austin, but uh, that went right into a little... <laughs> Like a little insulting. Austin, Austin, you're the best. Do you not know where that that Alabama is from? That's that's how Forrest Gump says it. Oh, remember? Yeah, we did. Didn't get catch that reference. Like like a box of chocolates. All right, coming in from another diehard, our guy Cole, another OG chat member. A bit of my winnings from my Jokic MVP bet. I wouldn't have even discovered basketball at all if it wasn't for DNVR or BSN. It's now my biggest passion and brings me so much joy every day. Thanks, you Cole. guys. Man, that's Cole, it, man. That's, that's awesome. exactly it. Like we're here on we're here in life. We gotta find things that bring us like uh not just joy, but like joy with some depth to it. It's you know? Bittersweet. Yeah, so this bittersweet, bittersweet right now. Bittersweet is the greatest team emotion. I like hearing that because I like basketball's been such a big part of my life for thirty eight, seven years, however old I am, I don't really know. It's been such a big part of it. And it's like I sometimes think what would happen if I didn't have basketball? I'd be like, Man, I don't know. People that don't have like I found basketball late in my life, as you know. And I've found it to be the most compelling game. And I found it, um, I think a lot of it obviously has to do with Nikola Jokic because yeah. there's just nothing better than cheering for a, a person like Nikola Jokic that you just feel so strongly, not only about what he's doing on the basketball court, which is just so unbelievably impressive, but just him as a human being and feeling like you're on the same side as that human being. Like, that feels right to me. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, you know, when, you, uh, when you're a football fan, you're like, Oh, man. He punched another woman. Okay, well, how <laughs> much do I like this guy? Like, I'm really just saying, dark. like, sports put you in a weird place sometimes where yeah. you have to be like, I like my team to win. I like what happens on the floor, but you can't always cheer for the guys that you are asked to cheer for. And Jokic is just not that. Like, So for everybody that's found him, for everybody under, who understands this and has been on the journey, like, Congratulations to you, dude. You figured it out. Oh. All right, Community's com everything. Community's Coming everything. in from our guy Jason, imagine this team next year with a fully healthy roster and a full offseason. I'm feeling a revenge season vibes coming from this I team. Let's go, Nuggets. It's already, dude. Thank dude, you, sorry. Jason. I mean, I'm going to take the offseason, but I'm ready to go. Coming in from Josh Moore, Nikola Jokic is the top human. Top Good human. season, Let's fellas. Go. Number one. Number one human. They kicked out the top human. You believe this? Flagrant yeah. team of the top I mean, crazy. Wow. The top human punched another just, guy in the face. Yeah, but just call <laughs> flagrant one and keep it moving. Keep it moving. Did you guys see the tweet from John Morant? Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was a bunch of Trey Young. It was a bunch of players were out had Jokic's back. Yeah, it's silly. Anyway. All right, coming in from Christian. Just wanted to say thanks for all the content the last two seasons. A diehard DNVR sub and will continue to be so. Can't wait to come to the bar. Thank you, Christian. Oh, yeah, man. Let us know when you are here. We like seeing all the OGs. I'm trying to keep up as all these keep flying in here. Um, Bobby <laughs> Gonzalez. Bobby, Bobby, man. Thanks for another great season, guys. Amazing work all year long. DNVR makes me feel at home no matter how far away I am. Keep up the great work oh, and yeah. keep the shirts coming. Bobby, Does Bobby have every shirt? I, every Nuggets shirt for Bobby sure. Bobby is... He's in the top one percentile. The of top nug one percentile. He always will also DM me asking me if new shirts are coming out. Bobby, lay off a little bit, right? <laughs> like he like pre-orders shirts that haven't even been created by you yet. Bobby. They're I mean, not even in your brain. They're like, hey, the next <laughs> Nugget shirt, I want one. 
Bobby, let me live, dude. <laughs> Bobby's a homie, man. All right. Here this is coming Nicholas in from you. Nicholas. Kobe playoffs first four years. Second Western Conference Finals. Second this. chip. Jokic first three years. Second Western Conference Fires. Second chip, chip coming next year. next year. That's just logic, dude. That's just logic. That is just science, logic. Let's go. Championship science. next year. And a, a bunch of big ones in a row here. One uh, $50 super chat coming in from oh, Ryan, yeah, Ryan Kelly. Kelly DNVR bar is great. Hospitality to the fullest. Sucks it had to end like this. How do we feel about next year? What is the biggest thing we need to improve on? We'll Thanks so much. We'll get I mean, to we that. can do like a, just a quick one. Like, how do we feel about next year? It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be a weird year. I think next year is going to be a really, really weird year. But it could be inverse of this season. Where it's like frustrating. I think, in. yeah, I think next year could be frustratingly up and down. Like frustratingly, like what is this team? Who is their identity? Like, well, to be fair, the haters this will be season out. was that too. But I'm saying this season was like growing, swelling, yeah. and then and then like whatever. And I think this next year might be that way. Where I, I would not be surprised if the takes on the Nuggets in January are like really over the top. Like, are they even good? Are they even gonna make the playoffs? And then you get Jamal Murray back, and if everything works out right, it's like you sprint through the finish line, and now you're the team that every thing about this Denver for the last three seasons at the top trying to pick their team. Next year, there's a chance Denver is the bottom seed that everyone's like, oh god, lose. We don't want the Nuggets. Oh god, tank. And like Clippers and Lakers are oh, sitting everybody for the last three god. games to not play the Nuggets. I love it. Be what great. a beautiful, what a beautiful vision. Yeah. All right, coming in from our guy Francisco. Thanks for an awesome season, guys. It's so clear you love what you do. Vibes are immaculate for next season. Super fan from Argentina. Just let Faku yeah. grow. Yeah. Dude, we let Faku you, grow, baby. Francisco. We see you too, man. Yeah, yeah Francisco. Thanks for all the love. Thank you, Argentina. Coming in from Gordon. Our, one of the OG MVPs, Gordon. Thank you, Nuggets, Gordon, for a great yeah. season. Thank you, Jokic, for the magic. And thank you, DNVR, for the culture. Gordon. Do it for the culture, baby. Love that he picked $69, too. Nice. nice. Um, all right. Coming in from <laughs> Randall. Thank you guys for being there after every game. Y'all have been a constant during one of the worst points in my life. Can't wait to grab a pint with you guys next year and cheer this team to a championship. Just Prost. let us know. Randall. Just let Prost. us know when you're here. We'll get a pint. Although we'll have to ask our guys to really calculate how much a pint is. Isn't it just like a DNVR member beer? I think a, I think a pint is twelve ounces. The member, I'm pretty beers, sure. No, a member beer is twenty two ounces. Oh, yeah, tight. Or maybe a pint sixteen. That's a good deal. Right. So what I'm saying up. is a pint is not exactly a measurement that that is too common. Bar corner, but the, it's uh, <laughs> the, the it's a pint glass. Okay. You get a pint glass. We'll get All to right. the bottom of this. All right. From AJ Walker, tough season, but we will be back and vote. I'm just like Booker against Jokic. I don't want the smoke. Lol, uh, you guys are great. <laughs> AJ Walker, who does know ball. We love you, AJ. Thank you. Uh, hell yeah. Coming in from Ashtray, no hate, only love. This season showed the potential. Next year, we'll be back stronger. Stay strong, Nuggets Nation. That's Thank you, Ashtray. Oh, Always strong. Always. Thanks for the great season of coverage, fellas. Look forward to the off-season content and next season. The $50 from Pierce. The off season. One more. Our um, turn to I'm shine. Our time to shine. Yeah, Last the more. off season is when things like get off the rails and you're like goofy and hey, there's, man. No, there's no <laughs> basketball to analyze. It's my time. <laughs> Eric is about to shine. <laughs> Last one coming in from Gene. Uh, thanks for the great season, guys. Always nice to have a place to come where people like I believe. Long live the Smuggets. There you the go. The Smuggets. Long live the Smuggets. The Smuggets was the line of demarcation yeah. in the season. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I knew it when you said it. Like, you said it and I melted inside. You know what? No regrets. Still one of my favorite uh, nicknames. <laughs> uh, 
Guys, you guys absolutely rock. We've loved this. We've loved doing all this journey with all of you. I, well, last question I was going to ask you guys, actually, before I kind of sign off fully. Is there a team now that you were rooting for that's left? Is I, there... I'll take this. Absolutely not. I hope they all lose. <laughs> all right. I'll go to Pragmatic <laughs> Brendan over I, here. I mean, yeah. I th everyone's going to yell at me for this. Don't say the Suns. I, I'm rooting for the Suns. Yeah. Yes. I, look, I small market glory. Suns drafted, developed, did not get to skip steps. Uh, Chris Paul chose them, and, and they're in a good position. Money. Chris Paul didn't choose them. They traded for him. That's right. Well, he did say he wanted to go there. He did yeah, say he wanted Monty to go Williams to But you're right. He yeah. didn't choose them. They traded for him. All the same. Um, don't miss it. Uh, no. You don't have to miss it. You could just hang around. We keep doing it. It was uh, No, I mean, they're, they're a good team. And that's the kind of team that if they win... Like, there's structural similarities for Denver. It should give you hope. Uh, they're doing it the right way. Ni uh, Nino, 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 Vincent, I can't pronounce your name. I'm sorry. Says, I'm going to miss DNBA. Why? We're still going to do it. We're not going anywhere. Yeah, not going anywhere. Bucks um, two. Bucks two. Oh, another super chat coming in Bu under the Bucks, buzzer. Bucks and Suns to me, too. Like, Suns honestly play a brand of basketball that I really envy. Yeah, me too. And it's funny. George Carl, we've been doing that show now for two seasons. He keeps saying the Nuggets need a true point guard. He wanted them to go get in Chris Paul, and you watch it now, and you're kind of like, yeah, man, Jokic with a true point guard. I just you know, that's a scoring threat and and everything else, man, would be incredible. James says everything has been said already, but you guys are the best. Can't wait for the first online with D Line. Oh man, it's My coming man up. So, it's coming up soon. It's coming up probably this Friday. We'll have a first online with D Line. Um, anyway, guys, it's a heck of a journey. Look, fifty-four seasons the Nuggets have existed. Uh huh. Fifty-four times they have come short of yes. winning the championship. Yep. But as Eric says, our day will come. Our day will come. It wasn't we, today, guys. What can be said about a season like this? About a group of gentlemen that I've been able to share it with, like you, Brendan, and you, Adam, and you, Harrison, and Dev, who couldn't be bothered to show up. Hey, <laughs> these are already some of the best years of my life. I'm Dude, pretty sure the best yet to come, fellas. I, I mean, I've never felt so confident in the trajectory of a sports team as I have about the Nuggets. Like, as soon as they fell off, like, as soon as Jamal Murray got hurt, it was like, this sucks. We have to put this one year later to have the real expectations but again like as everybody has said like it, it almost doesn't matter like i have been i've gotten the most satisfaction out of a sports season out of this year and the last year out of this nuggets team like i've never felt like this during the regular season of a sport like where i'm just so deeply tied into the narrative i feel so strongly about the other people that are also interested in the in the team like we've really formed something that is meaningful and lasting and around something silly like basketball i mean ultimately none of this matters but it does because it has forged real human connections. It's made things feel not so dark, especially going through what will go down as the darkest year of everybody's life, going through that pandemic, being inside for an entire so true, year, man. allowed watching the Nuggets do something that everybody thought was literally impossible. Preach. And just feeling like the world was not so cold and broken. Like there were things that were still worth cheering about knowing that things were going to improve and getting to do it all behind the top human being and <laughs> it's been amazing and adam you're so good at this fucking show like it's so i'm so happy to be a part of it it's word like people come up to me they're like i love the show i'm like yeah adam's fucking incredible like <laughs> i we just make well, like i just show up that. and make jokes votes really great incredible also harrison's incredible dev is fucking amazing I'm a dickhead, but I, those I, I like hanging out with you guys, dude. Tonight. Like, it just makes me feel good to be part of this. Yeah, I will think, honestly, man, it's going to take a long time, I think, for any of us to wrap our, our 
our mind psychologically around the year that just happened. But a lot of us were in this together. Some of us in physical spaces, some digitally, but we all sort of leaned into this together. Uh, I'll remember it as the thing that kept me sane. Um, and I'm just so excited, man, for what's to come. I, MVP, Jamal Murray will come back. MPJ will get another Our shot. Our day will come. I'm, I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. Play it on Spotify. We'd play it, but we'd get uh, kicked <laughs> off YouTube. Play Our Day Will Come by Amy Winehouse tonight. And then hold your Nikola Jokic poster close to your heart while you do it. <laughs> Well, you guys are making it dusty in here. I, uh, Guys, on behalf of all of us, we've enjoyed the season. Like I said, the offseason starts, a whole new one. We hope you continue uh, on this journey with us into the offseason. Um, but thanks for riding with us this far. Super Producer Kale, put yourself on camera for a second. Do it. Do it. Everybody, give this man his flowers. Behind the <laughs> scenes all, all year long. Look at this. All year long making this show. Like, you we know love what, you, Kale. You know what I worry about when I'm doing the show? Mm. Nothing. Nothing, because Kale's got Kale's it all under control it. over there. Uh, and if he doesn't, we'll just yell at him in the middle of the show live, and he'll figure it out. It's been a crazy almost two straight years now. Uh, thanks for being on this ride with me, guys. Appreciate it. Everybody be safe. Be kind to each other, even your enemies, yeah, even Suns fans. Just not on Twitter. You can let them have it on Twitter. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll see everybody on the other side. Ghibli! Ghibli! Before we get out of here, I want to remind you guys about MSU Denver Online. You can re register for classes right now at MSU Denver Online and you'll get a free application. That's right, you apply, you register, no application fee, zero dollars, zilch, nada, that's what you got. So why not have it both ways in uncertain times? Make money, keep the job that you got right now, but also earn your degree. That's what you do with MSU Denver Online. MSU. Uh, MSU students are used to having a job and taking night classes or online classes or whatever you got. MSU Denver Online is all about that. Super engaged teachers who are extremely responsive to emails, questions, concerns. Uh, they often have a lot of experience in the field for whatever it is that they're teaching. So you get you know, to network a little bit, also to ask real questions from people that know what they're talking about, not just from an education standpoint, but also from a career standpoint. So it's really great. Check them out. MSU Denver Online.